in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel, according to Mark. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus went with James and John straight to the house of Simon and Andrew. Now Simon's mother-in-law had gone to bed with fever, and they told him about her straight away. He went to her, took her by the hand, and helped her up, and the fever left her, and she began to wait on them. That evening, after sunset, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were possessed by devils. The whole town came crowding round the door, and he cured many who were suffering from diseases of one kind or another. He also cast out many devils, but he would not allow them to speak, because they knew who he was. In the morning, long before dawn, he got up and left the house, and went off to a lonely place and prayed there. Simon and his companions set out in search of him, and when they found him, they said, Everybody is looking for you. He answered, Let us go elsewhere to the neighboring country towns, so that I can preach there too because that is why I came. And he went all through Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out devils. The Gospel of the Lord. The Gospel gives us a sampling of a day in the life of our Lord's public ministry. And we see our Lord engrossed in a flurry of activities from dawn to evening. Yesterday we are told it is a Sabbath which explains our Lord's attendance in the synagogue service where he encounters the man possessed by an unclean spirit. The Sabbath was a day of rest, but our Lord doesn't seem to have the privilege of resting as he encounters one person after another needing ministering. To be fair, our Lord observed the Sabbath in public as he confined his miracle of healing to the privacy of Peter's home by healing his mother-in-law. But then after healing, she seems to break the Sabbath she begins to wait on them. But serving the Lord does not violate the Sabbath prohibition, just as service and worship of God does not break the Sabbath rule. In the evening, when the Sabbath is over, we see people emerging from their homes and making their way to the Lord. In Jewish calculation, a new day has begun. As the sunset mass is seen as anticipation of the Sunday liturgy, the crowds flock to the Lord in the evening before Sunday as a foreshadowing of what Christians would do in the centuries to come. And instead of the demon-infested synagogue where Jews would visit to spend time in reflective prayer and study the scriptures, the crowds flocked to the house of St. Peter, whose dwelling, the new church, has now been transformed into a house of prayer. Our Lord Jesus, the Word incarnate, the new temple, now becomes the focus of the people's attention. But before the break of dawn on Sunday, our Lord goes off alone to a lonely place to commune with God. This is what defines his life, not the busyness of the previous day. It is this quiet time alone with God which provides him with his moral compass, likewise for us too. It is always good to remember that our interior prayer life is not just a luxury of the idle, nor a mere break from the hard work that needs to be done in the world. Prayer must be at the core of our being, because though we may be buffeted by the myriad demands which life and others throw at us, 
there is a constant which remains unchanged. It is God. Prayer recognizes that it is God who sets the agenda, not others, not work schedules, not our employers, not even us. This is why when the disciples demand that our Lord returns to meet the needs of the crowd who are clamoring for his attention and miracles, he simply declines. Let us go elsewhere to the neighboring country towns so that I can preach there too, because that is why I came. His mission agenda is not going to be dictated by polls and market surveys, by what is popular or gives traction to the multiple likes. Prayer orientates us to be focused on doing the Father's mission, the only thing which matters. As we begin a new year with some of us making one resolution or another, let us never sway from the path which our Lord has set for us. In the busyness of our daily schedules, let us never neglect the importance and centrality of prayer. Without the direction given to us through prayer, we would soon find ourselves pandering to the crowd, compromising our deepest values and convictions, and end up being burnt out from pleasing others, whom we can never satisfactorily please all the time. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.